Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit and we welcome you into the Handicast for Tuesday, September the 20th. Thank you for being with us today. Let's get right to it. So we're into the, the fourth week of the college football season. Five if you count week zero. You know how much I like week zero. Big week zero guy. And it seems like I looked at the schedule and I think I'm back in week number one. Six of the ten games involving league teams in the SEC this week are non-conference games, and they all stink, every last one of them. Kent State, Georgia, Bowling Green, Mississippi State, Tulsa, Ole Miss, Northern Illinois, Kentucky, New Mexico, LSU, Charlotte, South Carolina. Not a good game in a bunch. There's also Vanderbilt, Alabama, but there's nothing we can do about that. And anyway, I'm not in a particular mood to rip on Vanderbilt this morning. Vanderbilt's three and one. It's very important. <laughs> it's very important to a lot of people that Vanderbilt got the three wins this season. So I don't want to rip on Vandy today. But you take a team like Ole Miss, and they're playing Tulsa this week, and they've already played Troy and Central Arkansas, or Kentucky, who's playing Northern Illinois, and they've already played Miami of Ohio and Youngstown State. I mean, this is like when the previews go on too long before you get to the movie. You see the first trailer, hey, that was really cool. I might want to see that movie one day. And then the second trailer. And then all of a sudden, you've been in the theater for 25 minutes, and it's like, play the damn movie. So at this point, if you're an SEC team, you've either played one non-conference game that's been a mismatch, and then you get this week, and then you're going to have another one in November. Or, like Ole Miss in Kentucky, you'll be playing your third mismatch in less than a month. Well, we've been at this a month, I guess. And this is not even the worst week of the season. I mean, th- this this week, bad as it is, is not even the worst week of the season. That week comes the Saturday before Thanksgiving when you get UMass A&M and East Tennessee State, Mississippi State, and New Mexico State, Missouri, and UAB LSU, and Western Kentucky and Auburn, and Austin P and Alabama. Boy, we get to November, and you get Austin P and Alabama the week before the Iron Bowl. It's just going to be off the hook in Tuscaloosa, isn't it? COVID didn't do very much, if anything, positive for anybody, but it did show us one thing. Can't play 10 league games in a season. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. Saw it happen uh, just two two seasons ago. Without a necessity, what is it? Uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah, you can do that. Now, probably not uh, Probably not realistic. But so when you see this, you I think back. I'm sorry, I've made this analogy before, but I hope not recently. Professional wrestling, okay? When I was a kid, I was a professional wrestling fan. My grandfather liked professional wrestling when I was, you know, very young. I liked. I watched professional wrestling with my grandfather. And they used to have these squash matches. And it was some big, gigantic, you know, hero wrestler or villain wrestler. And he'd, play, he'd fight this guy. Uh, they called them jobbers, okay? And the jobbers were basically thrown in as, you know, chum to the sharks, okay? And it was, 
it, it was a lot of these squash matches and then one or two where you got a really competitive and that's what everybody came to see. And then Vince McMahon decided, hey, what if we just got rid of the squash matches and we just had all good matches and wrestling exploded right about the time I, fin- I stopped watching, by the way. But that I, I don't I, I don't get the reluctance of the the leagues to improve their schedule. It, it involves a little bit of trust. Okay, everybody has to do it because you don't get to play Austin P while I'm playing, you know, Michigan. But I, I bring it up because I looked at the schedule this week and just went, yeah. But if this was in week zero, I'd feel fine about it. Week zero, here comes Wyoming and Illinois. I've been watching the Brewers all summer. Put the football game on. I don't care who's playing. Charlotte and Florida Atlantic, let's watch. Make some popcorn. We'll get, a, we'll get some beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. It even continued in the week one. A&M, Sam Houston, yes, yes, yes. Let's see what, what Jimbo's got. Oklahoma, UTEP, absolutely. Let's see if Venables can put an offense out on the field. If you do those things and you spread it out a little bit more, some of these matchups, some of these matchups become a little bit more palatable. So if I were running things, and I'm not, I'd do a few things. Number one, I'd loosen all the restrictions on week zero. Right now, you have a a decent amount of restrictions on week zero. It it, it involves Hawaii and Hawaii's opponents. It involves FBS versus FCA. You got to have a reason, okay? It's doable, but you got to have a reason. I'd eliminate all the reasons. You want to play in week zero? Play in week zero. And I've already gone through a few times the benefits to playing in week zero mostly that you get another a buy somewhere later in the week, and you're spreading out the football over another week. It's hot in August. Hot in September, too. Get out of here with that. Go to nine conference games. And really, I'd want to go to ten. But, you know, l- let, me, let me try to be realistic here for a minute. And keep the restriction that you've got to play another Power Five, whatever Power Five means when we get to uh, conference realignment being – settle this latest round whenever UCLA and USC get to the Pac-12 uh, go from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten whenever Oklahoma and Texas get in the SEC whatever happens with the rest of those leagues whatever we consider top 40 top 50 top 60 even you still got to play one of those games that was going to be one of the compromises in the Southeastern Conference going to go to nine games you won't have to play another power five team I say leave the restriction in and then we discontinue all of the FBS versus FCS games Let's have one preview game and nine uh, and 11 games worth of real movie. How about? Because this week's conference schedule, you look at it and you go, man, it's late September. Can we, can we get to the movie? There's a lot less of the movie than uh, I'd, I'd like to see. So that's my daily uh, you know, scheduling rant. Try to keep them to a minimum because I've, you know, I've been on this soapbox before, but I just looked at the schedule and went, really? This is a week zero schedule. This would be a great schedule in week zero. I'd be happy. In week four, not, uh, not so much. So if you're an LSU fan, you've been watching uh, Jaden Daniels, and Daniels through the first three games of the season I think is off to a, a terrific start. Um, I think they've gotten better working around uh, his strengths 
after three games. I think, uh, you know, you look at some of the things they did early in the Florida State game compared to some of the things they did in the Mississippi State game. They've adjusted the tempo. They've adjusted the offensive line. They've adjusted some of the things that they asked him to do from the pocket and out of it, and he's having a really good year. Um, I want to put somebody else on your radar. Maybe some of you know it. I've picked this team a couple of times, uh, but I want to give you another Jay Daniels that is doing pretty well. I'm just going to run some numbers by you. Jaden Daniels has completed 69% of his passes. The other Jay Daniels has completed 67% of his passes. Jaden Daniels has thrown for 566 yards. The other Jay Daniels has thrown 556. Jaden Daniels' passer rating is 188.7. The other Jay Daniels' passer rating is 185.3. Jaden Daniels has thrown six touchdown passes and no interceptions. The other Jay Daniels has thrown seven touchdown passes and one interception. Jaden Daniels is averaging 6.8 yards per attempt. The other Jay Daniels is averaging 8.1 yards per attempt. Jaden Daniels has rushed for 225 yards, a 6.4-yard per carry average, and two touchdowns. The other Jay Daniels has run for 237 yards, an 8.8-yard per carry average, and three touchdowns. Jaden Daniels is playing for LSU. Jay Lund Daniels is playing for Kansas, who's 3-0, by the way. Kansas has scored 159 points in three games. And the last two were on the road at West Virginia and at Houston. Not Ohio State and Alabama, I get it, but not Cumberland uh, and not Austin P. Only team that scored more points than Kansas through three games is Michigan, who should be deeply ashamed by their schedule so far. Kansas has a pulse, and Jalen Daniels is a big reason why. If you watch him... He looks a lot like Jaden Daniels. I just read you the numbers. They're almost identical. Kansas has played two games on the road against a competitive schedule. West Virginia and Houston, that's competitive games. And Jalen Daniels has been the the catalyst for everything that Kansas is doing. Watch them. They're pretty exciting. And this week, they're playing a Duke team. There's a there's a non-conference game that you wouldn't think would be on the radar, Kansas and Duke. I mean, unless they're playing basketball, right? But Kansas and Duke are both 3-0. and Mike Elko uh, has done a terrific job uh, in his first year at Duke, and Lance Leipold has done a terrific job in now his second year at Kansas. And by the way, Duke's throwing the ball pretty well, too. That ends up being, uh, you know, if you're going looking and you, you don't really want to watch Ole Miss and Tulsa. Don't really want to watch Kentucky and Northern Illinois. Watch Duke and Kansas. It might actually be pretty entertaining. Jaden Daniels. Jalen Daniels. Just take a look. Something worth uh, something worth watching as I, w- I wade through the morass of the uh, SEC non-conference schedules. All right. NFL through week number two, we do one sentence and one sentence only for every game in the NFL. After having gone back to uh, catch up on some of the games I didn't get to see over the weekend with uh, some extended highlights and uh, perusing through the numbers and, uh, and watching some things, this is what I came up with for week number two 
in the NFL. The Saints stuff uh, we'll save for tomorrow, but uh, the rest of the NFL. One sentence and one sentence only. Chiefs 27, Chargers 24. The Chargers cannot allow Justin Herbert to continue to take that kind of beating. Jets 31, Browns 30. Down 13 and coming in the last two minutes and coming back to win has not been done in the NFL in two decades, and it wasn't even as surprising as Cade York missing an extra point. Lions 36, Commanders 27. If you took Amon Ross St. Brown in your fantasy league, somewhere in the middle rounds, you're probably the favorite to win your league today. Giants 19, Panthers 16. 2-0 and is 2-0, and but the Giants feel like fool's goal. Patriots 17, Steelers 14. Paging Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, please report to the bullpen. Jaguars 24, Colts 0. The Colts have the highest paid offensive line in the league and a running back that went first overall in nearly every fantasy draft, and they're 21st in the league in rushing. Dolphins 42, Ravens 38. To his best game, and they finally let him throw the ball down the field. Rams 31, Falcons 27. The Rams will not repeat. 49ers 27, Seahawks 7. It's not Trey Lance's fault, but the 49ers are better equipped to win now with Jimmy Garoppolo. Cowboys 20, Bengals 17. Can Cincinnati get a refund on all the money they spent on offensive line purchases in the offseason? Cardinals 29, Raiders 23. Kyler Murray scrambled on one play for 21 seconds. 21 seconds. Packers 27, Bears 10. Forget about week one. The Bears are bad. And they're boring. Bills 41, Titans 7. Buffalo should get the Browns on the phone and try to ship them a draft choice for Kareem Hunt and then clear some room for the Lombardi Trophy. Eagles 24, Vikings 7. MVP odds today at Bet Rivers. Number one, Josh Allen. Number two, Pat Mahomes. Number three, Justin Herbert. Number four, Jalen Hurts. He looked fantastic. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. Tomorrow we'll uh, concentrate a little bit more on the Saints as they go towards their Week 3 matchup with the Panthers. For Tuesday, September the 20th, this has been the Handicast. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.